what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Right, ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands and welcome to episode six, volume four of the Fantasy Formula, the most downloaded podcast in the three mile radius of the deluxe printing group in the lovely metropolis of Hickory, North Carolina. And guess what? More stats on the Fantasy Formula. Did you know most downloads occur between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m.? What does this mean? This means most of our listeners are drunk and degenerate gamblers just like me. One more stat. When surveyed, our listening audience was asked, why do you continue to download the fantasy formula? The number one response was, we want to see what name Addison will mispronounce next. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Addison ain't here today. Thank the Lordy. Woo! Um, before we get started, let me introduce to us our starting lineup. We have a very, very special guest in the house. He is the defending champion of Jay Get Off the Mic 2013 Fantasy Football League. He uh, visited us a couple weeks ago and did a fantastic job, so we invited him back. He is John Mark Russell. What up, what up, what up? Glad to be back. Glad to have you here, John Mark. Glad to have you here. And not us, let us not forget to all the rest of our starting lineup. Our executive producer extraordinaire sitting right in front of me looking good in his blue shirt. He's Chris Magic Hands Fry. John Mark, how we doing? Doing good, Mr. East. How you doing? I'm very well, very well. We are just two days away, really one day away one day. from kickoff. We're coming to you live here in the... Uh, in downtown Hickory, the Mesh Studios on a Wednesday afternoon, about 1.30 p.m. So we're about 28 hours Before away. Before we have our first beer, I'd say. Oh, yes, exactly. At least. Maybe liquor drink I might Yeah, and actually, we might even start before that because it's a <laughs> special day when football comes back to town. You know yeah, what I right. mean? Um, so let's talk about this. Let's jump right into it, uh, John Mark. We want to talk about the over-unders, what we do at the Fantasy Formula to people that might not listen to us uh, as much, we try to not only talk about fantasy football, but we want to integrate with the guys in the desert, the guys in Vegas, give us info every week as in to who they might think will score the most points, who might have a defensive game. We want to use that information to help us with fantasy football. Let's help these guys make some money over here, but don't look, come looking for me if you lose. Exactly, exactly. So what we'll do here first, this is an exercise we've done the last three years. Vegas, before the season starts, post over and under, over and under totals for each team. We like to look at these and use this information to see who might be a really good team to draft our fantasy players from or maybe to avoid fantasy players from. So, John Mark, let's start by talking about first the – 
NFC South. We want to go through the NFC South teams, and I'm going to let you know what Vegas thought the over-under for wins would be. You tell me what you think, and then we're going to pick a winner from each conference. You ready? Does that sound let's fun? Let's go. Let's go. First, we're going to start with the – actually, we're not going to start with the NFC South. We're going to end on that. So we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals and the NFC West. Finish with the best. Let's, let's do that. This, this conference or this league is packed. you got the Cardinals. you got the Rams. you got the Niners. And you've got the defending Super Bowl champs, the Seattle Seahawks. John Mark, we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. Coming off a strong season last year. Didn't make the playoffs, but came on strong at the end. Vegas has them at seven and a half wins over under. I say over. I think they had about 10 wins last season. And, uh, you know, they bulked up their defense, even though they're playing against three of the other best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going over on them. I'd say about nine wins. Don't forget they've got Andre Ellington coming into the mix after his Should rookie last year. Oh, Should yeah. be an exciting player. Carson Palmer, one year under his belt. The Arizona offense. I'm going to lean over there as well, sir. Let's look next at the San Francisco 49ers. Vegas, 10 and a half wins. Over, under. I go over for them as well. I mean, they're going to have a slow start to the season. I think they might get a couple losses early, but they're going to come on strong uh, once they get some of those defensive, uh, I guess, drug addicts or whatever you want to call them out there. They got, say, all, they got a whole uh, mess say, of something going on I say there. ten and a half, so we go for 11, man. I don't know, know if I'm going to go much over. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I see the number right at 10, so I'm actually going to lean under by half a game. That one's really too close to call. I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, St. Louis Rams. Now, this is an interesting one. Six and a half wins. Everybody's darling before the Sam Bradford injury. Everybody was really high on this St. Louis Rams team because their defense is one of the top three in the league, and they were hoping their offense would kind of follow. Six and a half, where do you put them? I'd say – I'd have to go under on that. I'm going to have to I, lean under, I think the offense too. just can't do it. Yeah. They've got Sean Hill replacing Sam Bradford now. Right. I think Sean Hill may be a good number two, but to right. get them to where they need to be in this tough division. They need to back up like the dude from uh, Redskins. That's who they need. He, he'd yeah. come cousins would come cousins. in there, and I'd, I'd say ten wins then. Woo-hoo. You <laughs> really like on. cousins. I like you? some cousins. I hear you, man. I'm going to lean under on the St. Louis Rams as well, six and a half. That's just a tough division to have to have a number two quarterback go for you. And last but not least, the defending Super Bowl champs, the Seattle Seahawks. Vegas got them penciled in at 11 and a half wins. Do they do what they did last year, John Mark? I'm going under. Right Whoa, under, though. Wow. Right under. under. Okay. I'm going at 11. So, uh, I think them and the 49ers might be battling for that uh, spot right there at the end of the season for the winner. I like it. I'm going to lean over because I see them at 12-4 and four, battling with the 49ers for that division. However, I'll, what do you th- who do you think brings home this division this year? I think Seahawks got it again. I do, too. I, think, I, like- I think the 49ers got too much trouble going on over there. I agree with you completely. I like the Seahawks a lot. Russell Wilson in his third year coming off the co- – I mean, he's confident. This whole team is confident. I mean, he was a great Wisconsin Badger. I mean, he was God, a really see, good Where badger. did he start there, friend? <laughs> Ladies and uh, gentlemen, if you didn't know, that. I'm sitting across from a Tar Hole fan right now. So, <laughs> just bear with us, okay? Uh. So, anyway, we both go Seattle to win the NFC West. Next up, dude, let's go travel to – where are we going to go next? We need to stay in the NFC, and let's go into the NFC East. All right, my friend? Let's so, go. Dallas, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Redskins, and the New York Giants. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Vegas got the number over-under wins for the year at seven and a half. What are you thinking about that Dallas line? I think uh, you want to bet on that under pretty nice. But uh, 
They could be sleepers. I mean, they're they're the dog right now, and uh, everybody's saying they're going to be the worst team in the NFC. I think they got a lot to build on. Everybody's down on the Cowboys, especially their defense. I've heard the words horrendous, worst ever. <laughs> I mean, there's just a plethora of de- def- just words to describe this defense. They're saying it could be the worst of all time. At seven and a half wins, I've got to have a feeling that they are going to find something deep inside that will help them rally because they are being picked on right now. But a team like that could also find something deep inside that's their demons and get even worse. That's true. That's true. I like the Dallas offense to maybe push them over seven and a half wins. You're going under. I'm going over the seven and a half right there. Next up in this division, let's look at the Giants. Woo, you saw them during preseason. You talk about horrendous. That was the definition of the New York Giants offense, putrid, if I may. Eli Manning trying to learn a new offense. They've got another running back, uh, Rashad Jennings, in the mix. What's going to happen in in New York Giants land here, buddy? Seven and a half. I think under as well. I think they actually will be the worst in that conference. I think the Cowboys will actually be better than the Giants. Yeah, I'm with you there. The Giants defense supposedly is a little bit better. But, man, I think Eli – you know, if he has another bad year, even though he has got two rings, that dude could get cut. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he is playing t- – last year you was awful. You can't ever cut a two-ring guy. He's going to be riding riding them out for another five years. And, dude, San Francisco uh, 49ers got rid of Joe Montana, and that son of a gun true. had four rings. Very you know what true. I'm saying? So, anyway, Giants, seven and a half. I like the under there, my friend. Let's next go to Philadelphia. All right, last year this team won the division. What would they do it again this year? Vegas got the number set at nine and a half wins. Over or under, John Mark? I'm going over by one, I guess, half of a point. Ten <laughs> wins, I'm saying. Ten wins? Uh, I think Foles, man, he's going to be figured out a little bit. Uh, but I think they've got a lot of weapons and uh, a playbook that I don't think we've seen all of yet. With Sproles in that backfield with him as well. Chip Kelly's going to have a blast. I think Chip Kelly has proven. I mean, he's only one year, one year's under his belt, but he proved to us last year that he's not a college coach. His system will work in the NFL. It'll work oh, yeah. wherever. It'll work on any planet. This sure. dude, his system is legit. So I also like Philadelphia Eagles over the total, just barely at just 10. Just barely. Yeah. One more in this division, sir. Let's go with the Washington. Can I say their name? The Redskins? Am <laughs> I allowed, allowed to, to say, say that? I'm part Indian, yeah. so I don't take offense. Thank you. I'm a percentage of them, too. So Washington <laughs> Redskins, come. Okay, let's talk about this. This is everybody's curious. RG3, terrible last year, right? Very bad. Brought him back too early. Brought him back too early. Yeah. Now he's got this backup quarterback, Cousins, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. breathing down his neck. People are worried that RG3 can't get it done. There's no excuses anymore. He's one year. His knee is one year healthier. He's got more weapons than I would say maybe anybody in sure. the NFC. Oh, They're yeah. all over, all surrounding him. Seven and a half wins. What do you think about that number? That's a tough one right there. I mean, uh, it's not one I'd bet on at all, but uh, I'd probably go over. But I think they start out slow personally. Hmm. I think Cousins ends up coming up in there. Whoa. And they do not stay with RG3 all season. That's what I predict. And they're going to start winning games once Cousins starts hitting hitting these deep threats for touchdowns. While we're talking about over-unders, you say RG3. Give me the over-under on how many games RG3 plays. I'd say five. Five. Wow. You heard it here first. John Mark Russell predicts RG3 on the bench 
by week and six. And it might be because of an injury. The guy cannot leave a game without limping. That's true. He better learn how to slide. <laughs> Dang right. He can't even do that right. All right, dude. Let's go hit us. Uh, so who do we pick to win the division? Uh, Eagles, for sure. Yeah, I'm picking Philly in that division as well. All right, next up, bud. Let's go to – actually, we'll just have to go to the NFC South. We were going to save it for last, but we'll go ahead and hit it right now. I know you Panther fans growl or want to know what we think about this year's Panther, Panther crew. So let's start off. So in that division, we've got Tampa Bay. We have Carolina. We have New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. So let's start right here with the Atlanta Falcons. You've been watching them on HBO Hard Knocks. Um, last year, a terrible, terrible year. I expect good things from the Atlanta offense with Julio Jones back and Roddy White back healthy. Matt Ryan has proven to be a good quarterback. Got a new dude in the backfield. This Dante Devontae Freeman might replace Steven Jackson. Eight and a half wins over under, John Mark. I say over. Uh, there's no way they can win less than that. I mean, I don't really like their coach. I think he's uh, not a very good leader. That The uh, other coaches, the offensive guys and all that, they're good. But, nah, I – I'd say that they go over, but uh, it's going to be tough. Did you watch the Hard Knocks by chance? Oh, I watched every one of them. Do you think when Hard Knocks season comes around every year, that's the best three weeks of reality television? I have to say so. I mean, it beats sure. Amazing Race and Survivor. All this reality, like Bachelorette. New I mean, Jersey Housewives was I mean, pretty good, though. You know, <laughs> it, kidding, it finished second. It finished second to New Jersey Housewives. Too much drama. It. Yeah, there you go. All right, dude, let's stay in this division here. This is the NFC South, and let's move on to the New Orleans Saints. Okay, New Orleans Saints, everybody's favorite this year. Carolina won it last year. Did you know in the NFC South no team has won division back-to-back any, ever, right. ever, since the inception of this league. You think so, that's not going to happen again this season, too. I, I agree. <laughs> New Orleans Saints, 10 and a half. What are you thinking there? Over for sure. I put them at 12 wins this year. Wow. So, big jump there, I huh? think their defense is actually better than people are portraying as well. Top 10 preseason defense. They've given it here fantasy, fantasy stats. Right. Yeah. So, I think they're going to step up there as well. You know, uh, Drew Brees last year – Plethora of weapons still, but they lost Lance Moore. They lost Darren Sproles. Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. That guy's going to be a monster this year. Rookie and of the year. Tell me a little bit, too, about Mark Ingram and this Kyrie. What's the other running back? Robinson, I believe. Yeah. And you saw Pierre Thomas. Pierre in the Thomas. So, I mean, he's going to be their PPR guy. So yes. he's going to be the one catching the passes like Darren Sproles last year. So out of the three, I'd like to have Pierre Thomas. Okay. I think Mark Ingram's going to get some of that load, but uh, I don't. I haven't done too much research on the Robinson guy. Fantasy fanatics, y'all keep your eye on Mark Ingram. They he supposedly had a great preseason. The Saints really like him. I agree with John Mark. Pierre Thomas as a third down back PPR gold, but first and second down. Look for Mark Ingram to get a. Big, big workload. Let's see how he does. He's proven to be a bust so far. But the problem with uh, all year? New Orleans running backs is that you can't count on one. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to start any of them. Yeah. So you know what? Just start Drew Brees. <laughs> start Drew Brees. <laughs> all right, next up, uh, we'll stay in the division, NFC South. We're looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks coming off a t- just terrible year last year as well, maybe only two to three wins. Uh, they've got some new pieces to the puzzle. They have a new quarterback, Josh McNown. They've got their top ten wide receiver, Evans, from Tampa, Texas A&M last year. Doug Martin, healthy. Offensive line, looking nice. Tampa Bay, seven and a half over under. What do you like there? I'm going to go nine wins for them over. I think they're uh, going to be stellar this year. They, uh, there's too much offense there. I mean, I think they beat us, uh, beat Carolina in that first game this week. But uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see. talk about that here shortly. Oh, my bad. I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> but Tampa Bay over seven and a half? 
I'd say over seven and a half. I'm right there with you, man. This is kind of this. There's two sleeper teams. I have one in the AFC and one in the NFC. This is my sleeper team in the NFC. Tampa Bay. I think Doug Martin really gets rolling this year. Their offensive line was decimated with injuries last year, and he was hurt half the season. Everybody's healthy. I like the weapons on the outside, and I like Josh McCown. I mean, I, he proved himself last year in right. Chicago. I think he'll continue to prove himself in Tampa Bay. All Let's go over the total there, seven and a half as well. <clears throat> All right, buddy. I guess we'll save the worst for last here in this division. <laughs> I hate to <laughs> the say it. Carolina Panthers coming off a phenomenal year. The championship Great. year. Championship year. Yeah. You know, uh, everything seemed to fall in place for them last year. Cam played well. The defense top two in the entire league. Sure. They were wonderful. Vegas down on them. They're down to seven and a half wins. Last year, how many wins did they get? They were like. I think it was 11 wins, 11 right? wins, right? Yeah. Something like that. 12, maybe. So now they're down to seven and a half predicted by Vegas. What would you do here in this situation? Over, under? Run. <laughs> I don't Run know where to even put this. You know, uh, What are you worried about with them? I, I'd say they could be at, at 10 wins again, or they could be at four wins this season. Mm-hmm. I really just don't know. Uh, those wide receivers and Cam have to get clicking early. I think our running game is going to be better this season, yeah. uh, which I, we didn't see as much last year. Uh, Will the, the defense de- The defense good? is still strong. And they've uh, bulked up their secondary. Can they repeat two years in a row? I, I, I didn't pick them off our fantasy draft uh, at the number two by any means. Right. Um, let me add to that, too. And this is why they call me the hitman, because I tell you, I bring you all that good info to knock out your opponents. Check this out. Panthers last year were in a division with Atlanta, had two wins. Tampa Bay had three or four wins tops. Right. These teams have gotten tremendously better. So those aren't gimme games anymore in the division. Last year, that was four wins. Boop, you're going to get them. Oh, yeah. This year, uh uh-uh. You're going to have to struggle to get them. So if they had 11 wins last year, Vegas got them at seven and a half, that's four wins right there. Right. I'm going under. I'm leaning under the Carolina Panthers. I don't think they repeat. I know you Panther fans hate to hear it. Dude, I think they might only get five wins. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, But then what happens with Cam at five wins? And that's our future. Yeah. I mean, that, this is contract year, is it not? It is. So, I mean, that's a big question mark right there. Do yeah. you, or do you just tank the whole season and go for Jameis Winston coming out? Ooh, good question. <laughs> hmm. Very just don't know. That's, a little, know. that's a little future, though, right there. Yeah, I, okay. Let's, okay. I'll be hopefully they get it. I guess I never gave an answer, but I'll probably go for under as well. Okay, right on. All right, so that wraps up. NFC South and the winner of the division. We're both going with the Saints, it sounds like. Saints, yep. Saints to win the division. All right, dude, let's roll over to the AFC. Let's start in the AFC Central. Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals, and Cleveland Browns. Baltimore Ravens will start with them. Eight and a half wins. They're just two years removed from a Super Bowl championship. Last year's struggle with Flacco, Ray Rice. We know all the off-field rumors about Ray – well, not really rumors, facts about Ray Rice. Their defense is a little older. Do they have what it takes to get, in Vegas' mind, over eight and a half wins? I'm going over on them. I think they actually have the potential to win this division. Okay. Uh, I'd say maybe 10 wins for them. I think Flacco's going to have a big year. Uh, look for Torrey Smith to have a good year and a new uh, offensive coordinator. I think they're going to get him the ball a lot more. And uh, right, well, we'll see about Ray Rice coming in I there. I ask Bernard you, for, Pierce. for the Ray Rice owners, I mean, they're holding on to him. Obviously, he's suspended for two games. Right. Bernard Pierce is going to start. But are you confident that when he gets back, he's going to be able to be the Ray Rice of old? That all depends on the Bernard Pierce of the first two games. That dude kills it the first two games. Yeah, see you, Ray Rice. I'm yeah. dropping him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. 
But Bernard Pierce has yet to prove us prove to us anything. And that's anything, true. That's you know? right. So if, if the first two games he doesn't prove anything, Ray Rice is coming right back in as the number one. And keep him till then. Okay, right on. Uh, I'm going Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to lean under. You're going over. I'm leaning under this. I could see them at seven to eight wins. So uh, this is a real tough division, man. Uh, I'm going under the total there. Let's move on to the next team. that We've got the Cincinnati Bengals, last year's division champs. They made the playoffs. Uh, had a great, great start. I don't know if you remember. I think they started the season maybe 6-0. and I mean, they were playing lights out. Andy Dalton playing great, and then he ran into the interception bug where he started throwing <laughs> two picks a game. Uh, right now, Vegas got him set at nine wins. Nine wins. Over under, John Mark. I'm going under on them. I think that uh, offensive coordinator leaving uh, to and Redskins. defensive coordinator. And Both defensive of them coordinator. left. Both that, of them I think left. that coach can't can't replace those two guys. So uh, I'm going under. I don't think they have the juice this year. All right, dude. I'm leaning under too, man. And uh, this is makes me even happier because Addison is a Bengal fan. Let's anytime I can root against <laughs> Thanks, Addison, that Addison. <laughs> I am rooting against him. So yeah, let's go under the total. I like Giovanni Bernard to have a pretty good year. I like AJ Green to have a huge year. And I even look for Andy Dalton to, to play real well. Offensively, they're going to be good without their defensive coordinator. This is the dude that created Cincinnati's defense over the last three years, and they've been great. Right. He's gone. He's at Minnesota now. So let's look for Cincinnati's defense to give up a lot of points, and let's lean under the total nine. Let's do it. Next up, Johnny Manziel fans, let's talk about Cleveland Browns. Vegas got them set at six and a half. You know, Manziel's not starting. They've got Hoyer in there. They also have a new running back crew of Ben Tate and Terrence West. No Josh Gordon for the year either. Who will Johnny Manziel or Hoyer throw the ball to in this offense? John Mark, six and a half wins. So they got Miles Austin over there. Miles Austin so is, is there. He, is he going to be the healthy guy this year? I mean, or is he going to be the Dallas injury prone dude? <laughs> My thought the latter. Typically, he, that dude stays injured. And so you got an Andrew Hawkins. Yeah, I like him. I like him as a slot guy. Travis Benjamin. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know many of these dudes. I mean, Miles Austin's kind of had one good season in Jordan fantasy Cameron, world. Tight end. Jordan Cameron, obviously, That's, for tight end. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they're six and a half. I'm putting them under. I mean, I don't think Johnny Manziel, even if he comes in at game seven, is going to start winning games left and right. I it doesn't matter it. what Superman cape Johnny Manziel has on, it ain't going to get it done in Cleveland no. this year. Got to go up against Baltimore's defense, Pittsburgh's defense four times. And if, say, Cincinnati Bengals' defense is even close to last year, that's they're still going to be – you know, it ain't, it ain't That little dude's going to get hurt this year. Yeah, I, I think he <laughs> – by week nine, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in a body bag. Oh, God. Uh, but anyway, okay, so Cleveland Browns, we both go under six and a half. And let's wrap it up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coming off a pretty tough year last year, too, they challenged to get their record. I think they finished at 7-9 and nine or maybe an 8-8, eight and eight and eight, but they did not make the playoffs. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, they have said they are going to let the ball fly in Pittsburgh, throw it all over the place. But who are they going to throw it to? they got Antonio Brown, Antonio Emmanuel Brown. Sanders left. They've got this, the Marcus Wheaton, the second-year kid. He, they, he's showing glimpses, glimpses of just being a, a wonderful wide receiver. They've got Lance threat. Moore over there. Got Lance Moore. Lance Moore. You also have Heath Miller as a tight end. Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. Offensive line a little banged up from last year. Vegas got them set at eight and a, eight and a half. Do they challenge Baltimore, who you liked in this division? Do they challenge them at all? I think they challenge them right off the bat. I think they're going to be right there at uh, maybe nine, ten wins. I think it's over. Uh, if they had that bad of a season last year and they had eight wins anyways, 
And they, they can't get anything but better, I think, this year. I mean, I think if the whole team smokes weed, then they'll be even better. I mean, I, I just think if they just have a group weed session, I yeah. mean, they're going to be just fine. Sure. Addison, hook them up, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lean over Pittsburgh at eight and a half, too. I see nine wins. And I actually I see them challenging for the division. I actually see them winning the division. So that's where my money is going to be on Pittsburgh to win the NFC. I'm going to take the Ravens, but I think it will be a, a, a nice little uh, ending to that division there. 10-4. All right, buddy. Uh, next up, you know who we didn't talk about in the NFC? We did not talk about Bear, my Bears. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Bears, Packers, Packers Vikings, Vikings, and Lions. So let's talk about them quickly. Uh, right now, Chicago. I think did Chicago win the division last year? Or did Green Bay? I think they both made the playoffs, didn't they? Uh, I think Green Bay won it. Green Bay won it, but uh, the Bears got to the last game with them. I think yeah. It was a, okay. Okay. So it so went down. Green to the Bay wire. went to the playoffs, and I think. Bears were ten and six. Yeah, they had a great year. They had a great year last year. But remember, Cutler went out. Josh McCown came in, and Cutler came back in at the end of the season. So let's start right with your Bears, John Mark. Eight and a half. Vegas got the number eight and a half over or under. What do you think about the Bears? After watching that preseason, I don't have too much confidence in them yet. But I think that they're going to be fine. Uh, I'm their defense is not is getting kind of old. Yeah, they've got some of the key components gone. But I think uh, the Chicago Bears will be over at 10 wins again. Woo, 10 wins. Here's my thought about Chicago. This division, Green Bay and Detroit, these offenses just, woo, dude, prolific. Throw it all over the place. Chicago's so old, <laughs> I don't know if they can keep up. They can score points. I'm saying their defense might not be able to slow down these offenses as right. much as the other defenses in that division can slow down their offense. So I'm going under the total here, eight and a half. A lot of people are speaking very highly of Chicago. They like Chicago to make oh, a yeah. Super Bowl run. Maybe um, a wild card. Yeah. I'm, I'm voting against it. You're with them. I'm without it or against them. Under for me, over for you. Next up in that division, let's look at Green Bay, the team that won the division last year. Aaron Rodgers healthy again. Last year, if you remember, he was hurt probably about six games. Eddie Lacy coming off a great rookie year. You've got Randall Cobb. You've got Jordy Nelson. Who else do you have? There's probably about – you got Jarrett Boykins. you got the tight end. I don't know what tight end's there now, but their offense is great. Their defense, B.J. Raji, a Big defensive cog for them out for the season. That was big news that went down about two weeks ago. Green Bay, ten and a half wins. Richard Rodgers is that tight end. We don't know okay. much about him yet. But uh, I'd say uh, over by a half a win. I go 11 wins. I'm not going to give them a 12 or 13. I just think that it's going to be a good season again. I'd probably win the division. Yep, I like 11 wins too. Let's go over the total for me for the Packers. Look for Aaron Rodgers to be the number one quarter back in fantasy football over Peyton Manning. I agree with that. In my opinion. Okay, great. Let's move on. Minnesota Vikings. Okay, got a new coach. Still got the same running back, but we've got a quarterback controversy. Matt Castle will be starting. However, Teddy Bridgewater, the rookie phenom out of Louisville, breathing down his neck. Corderell Patterson on the outside. He had a great uh, 2013 campaign toward the latter part. This will be his sophomore season. What do you think about Minnesota? First, let me tell you what Vegas thinks about them. Six and a half. I think over on them. I, I mean, I think they're going to have a good team this year. They've got uh, Greg Jennings still. I mm -hmm. think he's still got a lot of juice in him. Yep. Uh, oh, I, and let's don't forget about Kyle Rudolph, too. Tight end. Kyle, yeah, Kyle Ooh. Rudolph. You've been, you've been talking about him on the cast for Man, a while. Man, I think he's a top five tight end this year by when, when the season's over. Top five tight end. Kind of almost in the Gronk build. Not as strong, but he can get open. He can block pretty good, too. Look for him for eight touchdowns. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but I go for over for them. Uh, but the question is for me is when do you put the backup quarterback in if they're winning? Good question. Because he really is good. If Matt Castle's – let's say Matt Castle starts 2-1 and one, or even 1-2, and two, I think they roll with him. But they start, if he starts 0-3, Bridgewater's in by week four. I'd say that. Yeah. yeah. All right, one more team in this division. It's the Detroit Lions. Lions prolific offense. Calvin Johnson, Matt Stafford, Reggie Bush, Joyke Bell, Golden Tate even now, and Eric Ebron, you know, the Carolina Tar Heel rookie. Um, What's always killed Detroit is that defense. Can they do enough to get eight and a half wins? Vegas' number. And Mr. Turnover himself, the quarterback who likes to throw some picks. Stafford. Stafford. Lots of them. You know, uh, I go over on them as well. I think this is going to be the toughest division. Wow, you got a lot of wins out of this division. Yeah. So, I think they're going to beat a lot of other teams in the other divisions. So, uh, I go for over probably just by a half a point as well. Nine wins. Nine wins for Detroit by John Mark. Nine wins for me. I'm going over as well. Give me a winner out of this division. Uh, it's got to be the Packers again. Packers for me as well. Cool. Moving right along. Let's let's go back to the AFC and let's go into the conference. Uh, well, this would be the AFC South. Let's start with the Houston Texans. Okay. Two wins last year for the Texans. Just an abysmal year. They've got to be better. They've got to be better. Now they've got J.J. White on defensive end on one side. You've got the rookie out of South Carolina. What's the dude's name? Um uh, who you talk about on you know, the, the rookie number one pick? Clowney. Thank you, Clowney, Magic Hands. Yes. Clowney on the other side, so their defense is going to be great. Offensively, a new quarterback at the helm. They're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick from Harvard. Very smart in the you know, when it comes to book smart, but very an imbecile when it comes to the playing NFL football. <laughs> this dude has not been too good playing uh, quarterback in the NFL. Maybe he'll have a better year. Uh, in the backfield for Houston, Arian Foster. We still have Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins on the outside wide receivers. Houston Texans, seven and a half wins. So Vegas thinks pretty highly of them coming off a two-win season. I think Vegas knows what they're talking about here. Too, uh, it's I a pretty too. tight one. I would probably still go under on them. But uh, – Someone's going to be beating the Jags and the Titans as well. So it's kind of uh, – you know what? I'm going to go over on them. I'm going to say eight wins, eight and eight. Man, you're reading my mind, John Mark. I'm right at eight wins with them. They're going to have a lot better year than last year. Their defense alone, as long as Fitzpatrick doesn't throw three picks a game, their defense alone will keep them in these games. Well, I was just looking at my death chart. we got a Ryan Mellett as the backup quarterback. I mean, what's that guy going to do when Fitzpatrick gets injured? You know, last time we spoke, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Mallett was on the New England Patriots. He was just traded to the Texans two days ago. So now Ryan Mallett on the squad. There might be quarterback controversy there as well. Uh, Let's move on to the next team in the division. Everyone's darling this year. Andrew Luck led Indianapolis Colts coming off a playoff season last year. Actually, for the last two seasons, they made the playoffs. Vegas got the number set at nine and a half, a pretty lofty goal, but I think they can achieve it. What do you think? I'm saying uh, over for them. I'm I'm almost going 11 wins for Indianapolis this year. Mm -hmm. I think they will win that division for sure and, uh, you know, be one of the top three actually in the AFC. Yeah. I like him too. Over the totals, well, Andrew Luck, look, Andrew Luck, look for him to have a great, great year. Reggie Wayne's back. 
They need to get this running game going with Trent Richardson a little bit. He needs to come. Yeah, he was terrible last year. He needs to get off the schneid and get it kind of going. So I'm going over the total here, nine and a half. Watch out for well. my boy Hakeem Nicks this year. I'm telling you. Is he going to be right? He might be a little bit on the depth chart, but he's healthy. Okay. Hey, you heard it here. Look for him. Uh, next up, the Tennessee Titans. Another team the last couple years have struggled. Vegas has the number. They're no longer Chris Johnson-led Tennessee Titans. You know what I'm saying? He is gone. Um, he's moved on to the Jets. Now in the backfield, we've got Bishop, Bishop Sankey, Sankey and Sean, Sean Green. Green. So a little controversy there on who will get the nod. Um, seven Sean, and a half. Sean Green's getting the first uh, week nod. So okay. they'll probably split some time. I can see that. Well, what was the uh, – Seven and a half is the total. Seven and a half for them? Uh, I'd say under. You're going under. This is my other sleeper. I told you I was going to give you two sleepers, an AFC and an NFC. Look for the Tennessee Titans, and I'm not saying they're going to blow the house down or anything, but last year I think they only had five wins. Vegas got them at seven and a half, which means Vegas thinks they're moving in the right direction. I'm going to give them eight. I'm going to give them eight wins, sniffing the playoffs, maybe not making it, but going to <laughs> sniff it a little <laughs> last, bit. Last week sniffs. He still it. got them. Still a little sniffly over here. Uh, last but not least in this division, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not much really to talk about here. Vegas has them at five and a half wins. Can they get that done? I'm saying over, man. I like this Bortles, dude. I think he's going to pull some wins in together. If they'll play him. You know, they said they want to try to keep him on the bench. They'll learn, but you can't do that in today's NFL. No. I think he learns a couple games, and then they're going to throw him in there. And I mean, why waste another season? Come yeah, on. I like it. I like it. In the backfield there, no more MJD. Now we've got a heavy dose of Toby Gerhart. What do you think Toby Gerhart would do there? Uh, he went down on my draft as uh, I'm not taking that white guy. <laughs> you know, I think. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not racist, but I'm just saying. Those words were written right beside his name on my cheat sheet as well. So smart minds think alike. I'm going to lend. You got Jacksonville over five and a half. I'm just going to say barely under because I got him at five wins. So good luck, Jaguars. Who we pick in that division? Uh, I go uh, Colts for sure. Colts, me too. All right, let's wrap this thing up quickly. Next up, we're going to go AFC North, if you will. Have we hit them yet? No, no. We have not. Let's start with the Buffalo Bills. EJ Manuel, quarterback. We've got Sammy Watkins on this squad. Fred Jackson and CJ Spiller in the backfield. Vegas, number six and a half. Go. I go under right at six. CJ Spiller is going to have a nice year, uh, but they are going to try and force feed my boy at the uh, wide receiver spot. Watkins. And uh, he is not going to. Uh, Lived throughout the season doing that. Yep, and E.J. Manuel has to prove something. Check this out. Kyle Orton, Buffalo Bills just signed Kyle Orton about three days ago. I think that's a great sign. Me too. If E.J. Manuel does not get the job done first, I'm going to give him three weeks. If not, look for Orton to come in. Throw in that Kyle. Yep. Boom. Under for me, Buffalo Bills as well, under six and a half. Next up in that division, let's go with the Miami Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill, third year. He's got to get it done this year. Has some weapons. Got some weapons to throw to. You got Mike Wallace. You got the Brian Hartlines. Look for look for Charles Clay, the tight end, to have a good year. Seven and a half by Vegas. Uh, I think I'm right at seven for them. I don't think I think it's going to be under. I don't think Tannehill's an all star by any means. No. And uh, Mike Wallace is going to have a big year, I think. But uh, everybody else, uh, I don't think is going to do too big. Who we got on the running back there? We, we got, got Noshawn and Lamar Miller. They've think, given Noshawn the nod yep. opening day to be the the RB1 for them. Noshawn's going to have a big year. I like him too. I'm also going under the total seven and a half. Look for seven wins. Next up, Jets. Okay, 
beginning of the year, preseason, Jets, everybody said worst team in the league. I'm actually thinking the Jets might be better than the experts think. They've got them at seven wins in Vegas. Geno Smith, you know, he's got Vic behind him, pushing him a little bit. Um, their offensive line looks pretty good. Their defensive line looks pretty good. They don't have too many weapons on the outside to throw mm-hmm. to. So think of a heavy dose of Chris Johnson and Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory. What do you think at seven wins? I think they're going to be over the seven wins. I mean, Geno Smith thinking he's the best quarterback in the whole league. I mean, that says a lot right there, right? I mean, the guy thinks highly of himself. So, I mean, if you can't get over seven wins, you might as well just quit. Yeah. New York Jets over for you? Over for me. Eric Decker, I don't think he's going to have the year everybody thinks he's going to have because he doesn't have Peyton. Exactly. Over for me, too, just at eight wins. Just at eight wins. And the leader in the clubhouse here in this division, the New England Patriots, Million weapons on the outside. Tom Brady gets his pick to who to throw to. They're kind of no name guys, but I think they're all they will all uh, perform okay for them. Their defense is better. Top ten this year. Ten and a half wins. I put him it over. Uh, barely eleven wins. I don't think anybody's going to have that season of thirteen wins this year. Yeah. Uh, but I think eleven wins for them. Uh, they've got a you know Brady's getting old. He's got not too much time left himself. So. Uh, I think it's their time. I wish they'd change up that division and put them with somebody that could play them. Because yeah. every season it's just yeah. like loser, 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 right. uh, Pats win again. Yeah, so exactly. kind of gets tiresome with them. Yep, 11 wins for you, 11 wins for me for the Patriots too. One more question before we leave them. Shane Vereen, Steven Ridley, how do they work out in the backfield for fantasy fans here? I say Vereen's going to be the man. Uh, Ridley fumbles too much, and Vereen's the guy that's going to catch the PPR passes. Uh, look for Vereen to be the number one. Boom. Heard it. Let's go. Next event. Also, we've picked New England to win the division. New England right. for sure. Last every bit, year. Every year. Exactly. Until Tom Brady <laughs> retires. All right. Next up in the last division in the AFC, the AFC West. Let's start right here. Let's start. This is a pretty good division this year. Denver ran away with it last year. Kansas City gave them a little bit of, you know, work to do at the beginning, and they fell off. San Diego looks to be better. They, you know, they made a playoff run last year. And uh, finally – Oakland may be the worst team in the league. So let's start right there with those Oakland Raiders. Vegas got them at four and a half wins. That's only five wins, but I don't know if they can get three. What do you think? Under for sure. I mean, MJD is not going to be the MJD of the past. The quarterback is a rookie, right? Rookie Derek Carr. Derek Carr, uh, no. They're going to be awful. Don't start anybody on their fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, it's looking really <laughs> dismal there. If you, as we, John Mark just mentioned, Derek Carr, the rookie quarterback, <clears throat> that's David Carr's younger brother, was supposed to have this a whole year under his belt. Matt Schaub was going to start. Matt Schaub has been injured and hasn't played really in the preseason. Derek Carr won the job. So, he, rookie quarterback going in there. Woo, that's tough. Rookie quarterback for Oakland, even worse, you know. <laughs> under the total for me for the Raiders. Next up in this division, let's go Kansas City. Last year, Kansas City Chiefs started the season at 8-0, and then really fell off big time. Alex Smith just signed a humongous deal earlier this week. Uh, defense looking to be in good shape. Offensively looking for some more weapons. I think their offensive line's a little banged up, but they do have Jamal Charles. Vegas has the number eight and a half. Yeah, I think uh, they'll be at nine wins, but uh, they're going to be they're going to be skinning it. I don't think it's going to be easy for them. I still think Jamal Charles will have an excellent year. But their wide receivers are just too dismal. Yeah. Have you heard about this dude tied in named Travis Travis Kelsey? Have you heard about this dude? I have heard about this Speaking guy. Speaking very and, uh, highly of him. Well, he's a tight end, right? Tight end, yeah. Yeah. 
They're really, really high on him. So, fantasy guys, if you already have your draft and you've already got your tight end and not too happy, if you want to go on that waiver wire and scoop up Travis Kelsey, you have my stamp of approval. I think he'll have a pretty good year. Over under eight and a half, or what was it? Kansas City was eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. You like him at nine? I like him at nine. All right. I like him right at eight, so I'm going to go under. Next up, San Diego Chargers. Phillip Rivers led them to a playoff run when all the experts had them at five wins last year. Ryan Matthews in the backfield. Now they've got some company back there, Donald Brown and Danny Woodhead. On the outside, we still have our Keenan Allen, and we've got Antonio Gates, but there's a new dude in town at tight end, Ladarius Green. Anyway, what you thinking about the San Diego team? Can they challenge the Broncos for the division championship? I think they're the only team that will challenge the Broncos, uh, but I put them at maybe 10 wins, 9, okay, to, wow. nine to 10 wins Pretty for good. them. I think they've done some off-season work that's uh, making them in con- contention with the Broncos. Yeah, their defense is supposed to be a lot better this year. I like them as well to go over that 8.5. Look for me for nine wins for the Chargers. Let's go over there. And last but not least, everyone's favorite in the AFC, the Peyton Manning-led Denver Broncos. Humongous year last year. Uh, offense everywhere. This year, their defense supposedly got a lot better. Demarcus Ware playing over there. You know, they've got some weapons off offensively and defensively. Vegas has their number at 11 and a half. I go uh, over for them at 12. Like I said, there's going to be no 13-win teams this year. But uh, my thing with Peyton, yeah, he had his year last year, but can he stay healthy, really? Mm. I mean, that's just – how old is he now? He's like 39. He's 39. I'm 36, and my, I play basketball in the mornings. My knees are killing me, sure. and I don't play nearly as what he does. So right. he might take better vitamins than me because he has more money. But <laughs> That's probably the only, the only difference between you and Peyton, I would say, yeah, probably the vitamin intake. He's Everything else little, is very similar. He's definitely funnier. <laughs> I mean, he's got good commercials. He's maybe a couple inches taller. Yeah, everything else is very similar, though. I bet he can't My rap like My wife's hotter, though, I'm sure. <laughs> no doubt about that one. All right, so Denver, we've got it 11 and a half. You're leaning over 12 wins. I'm going over 12 wins and for them to win the division. This, in my opinion, is their last – Peyton's last shot to get a Super Bowl. And that's why they bulked up that D. That's right. That's exactly right. And while we're mm-hmm. talking, this just came hot off, to, hot off the wire. Breaking news. Breaking news. Wes Welker, four-game suspension. Because he's on that Miley. Because he wanted to get high. So, anyway, Wes Welker fans. Do you believe him, though? Do, do you believe man, he would really do that? Is he that dumb? I would hope he wasn't that dumb. Because I've always respected that dude. He's the hardest working guy out there. You know, it seems like he would always make the right decisions to benefit his career and the team. It sounded like in this situation maybe he did something Say selfishly. someone did slip it in his drink. Wouldn't you not be a pissed off dude right now? And the other thing. If I was feeling like, let's say I'm just drinking my normal cocktail, you know, it's my vodka soda, and then all of a sudden I start seeing rainbows and unicorns and all kinds of whatever happens when you're on this drug. <laughs> it sounds like you've been there. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> wouldn't you think that, hey, dude, something ain't right? Something that somebody did something to me, and maybe you. I don't know if you come out and say it. I don't I, know what you. That's do. what I would do. I'd go right to the coach and be like, so, hey, man, this is not me, and I, yeah. I was tripping last yeah, night. Something weird happened to me. Something I can't got explain me. it. But anyway, West Welker fans, if you drafted them, guys. He's on the bench for four weeks, so y'all keep your eye on that. John Mark, well done, sir. That wraps up our over-under win total for the year. And before we jump into week one, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. And we are back. Did want to mention a big, big thank you to our sponsor, the Greater Hickory Kia Classic at Rock Barn Golf and Spa in Conover, North Carolina, October 13th through the 19th, just about a month away. Please get your tickets and info at www.greaterhickorykiaclassic.com. I've been to this event the last, I guess, maybe eight to ten years, and it's always a blast. Get to see the best golfers in the world. Enjoy a wonderful fall afternoon in Hickory, North Carolina. It don't get much better than that, guys. So please come check us out. Greater Hickory Kia Classic, October 13th through the 19th. John Mark, you going to that? Have you ever been? No, I haven't been to that before. Oh, dude, it's great. Yeah, definitely check it out this year. Take your little girl out there, your wife, walk around, see the golf course. It's beautiful. Cool. We played out there many a times. Remember, I normally take your money when we play out there. Ouch. Is that Only when we play the Jones course. I think I I can hang with you on the Jackson. We'll see what happens on Friday. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to it. So, it's such an exciting day. We've got NFL football one day away. So, all all your drafts, you've prepared, you've drafted all your teams, you put your starters in, and now it's game time. And guess what the NFL – gives us this just little present on Thursday night, NBC 8.30. The defending Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks host the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers. Could you ask for a better game to start the year out, man? I mean, that could be the NFC championship right there. Absolutely. It's just a wonderful, wonderful game. So you know what we're going to be doing Thursday night, John Mark, right? I pretty have a good have a good idea. No doubt about it. So anyway, I hope you guys are doing the same. Cocktail in hand, enjoying this game. Let's talk about it quickly. Uh, John Mark, right now, Seattle playing at home is a six-point favorite. Vegas has the over-under at 47 right now. Give me a little bit about what you think might happen in this game and tell me a fantasy sleeper or two. I'd say the fantasy sleeper would probably Randall Cobb this game. I think he's going to have a huge game. Uh, You don't worry about him against that Seattle D? I think Nelson's going to take some attention away from him, and I think Cobb's going to be the one that gets maybe two touchdowns in this game. I like it. But – I tell you, Green Bay last year, what was it called? The uh, the lob throw, the oh, Hail Mary? Fail Mary. Fail Mary. By Seattle fans, so the Fail Mary. Here, here, here's the situation with Green this Bay game, which is even more exciting. So you have Seattle won the dang uh, world, I mean the World Super Series, Bowl. the Super Bowl. <laughs> so now the sixth man or the 13th man, 12th, 12th man, man. Third 12th man, I'm effing up all over the place. <laughs> all right. Keep so going. we got the 12th man there. It's going to be loud as it's probably ever been there. Mm-hmm. And so – so defending that, now you got the Packers coming and saying, screw this. They might not even should have been in that game, being that they got the dang game from us in the uh, end zone catch. Mm-hmm. So that should might I think should have been the Packers. So anyways, I think that the Packers are going to take this game. Uh, wow, win it outright, huh? Win it outright. All right, John Mark, you heard it here. He's got predicts the outright upset Green Bay over Seattle. I like – Green Bay a lot in this game, but I don't like them to win. I My money will be, and just a little bit of money, so don't get worried, Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> it's only it, Plus the six points, I'm going to take the six points. I can see Seattle. I can see this game coming down to a field goal. You know, highly competitive, and also I lean over. I, even though Seattle's defense is great, I think Aaron Rodgers finds a way to score against this team. Uh, and I think Seattle, Russell Wilson, will move the ball all over Green Bay's offense. So I'm going to go Green Bay plus the six. Over the 47. 
All right, after that Thursday night gym, we move into the Sunday schedule. John Mark, this is when it gets real fun. You wake up on Saturday or Sunday morning, your head's hurting a little bit from being at that concert the night before. You pop two goodies, make your screwdriver, turn on the TV about 12.45, and guess what's in store? Boom, Saints at Atlanta Falcons, NFC South matchup. Vegas got the number. Check this out. Vegas opened the game at minus one Atlanta. In a mere three weeks, it has flip-flopped all the way to New Orleans Saints, now a three-point favorite, total 52. What happens in Atlanta, John Mark? I like the over 52. Yes, sir. But uh, do you think that's all because of the talk of everybody saying the Saints are going to be so good? A or lot. just watching that the HBO show that Atlanta was not all the hype that they might be? You know, I mean, Vegas is that what set, you think Vegas is seeing? Great question. Vegas sets their lines on where they think they could break even on Atlanta backers and New Orleans backers. Right. Which means when they've set that number at minus one, tons of New Orleans money came in like just stacking up and not right. much Atlanta. So they had to kind of shift the balance. So sure, that's I got when you. the numbers started moving. However, and a lot of that has to do with media talk. I'm not a professional you know? gambler as yourself. Neither am I, sir. I'm, I'm not the gamble man Kenny Rogers. This is just what I heard, you know, I read online, you know, some of these little tidbits <laughs> of info. But anyway, so do you think New Orleans wins this game in Atlanta? Atlanta always plays good at home. Yes, I think New Orleans wins. Okay. I think they're going to uh, – I think the line's pretty good right there, but I think New Orleans takes it. Well, give me some fantasy stats here. Buddy. So, Drew Brees, I think, goes for about three or four touchdowns. I think he's going to go crazy on the offense. Uh, look for Cooks maybe getting a touchdown. People probably aren't going to start him for first season or first game, so we'll see about him. I say Julio Jones uh, is going to go off. Um, Look for Devontae Freeman getting a touchdown on that as well. That was going to be my question. Do you think Steven Jackson, he's still banged up. They said he's going to start, but, you know, it's a hamstring. Hamstrings are tough to recover from. Do you think Devontae Freeman gets 50% of the carries? Is it 25%? What well, do you do feel? not want to put Steven Jackson out there for 75% of the carries or off the bat. He hasn't even done anything in the preseason. No. So, <clears throat> yes, I'm looking for Devontae Freeman to get about 50%. Okay, very good. And do you start him? Eh, I might wait a week. Yeah, I don't think I'd start him either. You know, a guy that keeps getting overlooked on New Orleans, I don't know how we do it. I do it all the time, and I've drafted the dude. Jimmy Graham, nobody talks about him. and You know what I'm saying? Like He's kind of like the forgotten man, and that dude is a badass. He's the badass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, he's so good. So, anyway, y'all don't, don't sleep on Jimmy Graham. You know he'll get his against that Atlanta D. J- uh, John Mark, you took New Orleans here to win. I kind of mm. lean Atlanta plus the three at home. They play so good at home, and I got Matt Ryan on my fantasy football team, so I'm going Atlanta plus the three. I'm also going to lean over the total, 52. They do only win at home as well. That's true. That is true. Next up, so after that game, you know, you scroll over, you put it on the red zone, and Boom! What do you see in front of you? Minnesota Vikings at the St. Louis Rams. Uh, as we mentioned before, Sean Hill, the new quarterback for St. Louis. Matt Castle, the quarterback for Minnesota. Vegas got the number. Open at St. Louis, minus six. St. Louis is favored. It went got bet down to minus four St. Louis. Total 43. John Mark, sleepers, anything fantasy-wise that stands out to you in this game? Well, that St. Louis D is going to be tough for them. And uh, Matt Castle, can he take the pressure of the, that defensive line coming in at him? But uh, I'm, I'd take Minnesota in this on that bet. Yep. So I think Cordell Patterson has a big game. Uh, and Peterson on that side always is going to get his 100 yards, I think. But uh, Zach Stacy, look for him to be nice. With Sean Hill quarterbacking St. Louis, and I don't know really the weapons they have there to throw to. 
who was the go-to man? Is it Tavon Austin? Tavon Austin. Well, maybe last avoid, year he yeah, was kind of uh, hit or miss. Do you just avoid all fantasy football wide receivers in St. Louis this year? I'd say right now Until you somebody do. Maybe shows them. Somebody's going to show themselves, and is going to be a nice waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. Um, tough call here between the St. Louis Rams and Minnesota Vikings with the Vegas number. I'm going to lean, I guess, like John Mark said, Minnesota plus the four. I really do like the under the total. Look for Zach Stacy heavy load and AP as well. Let's go under the total, 44. Next up, a big AFC Central matchup. Pittsburgh Steelers playing host to the Cleveland Browns. Brian Hoyer, quarterback for those Cleveland Browns. We already talked about Big Ben, big year in store for him. Pittsburgh right now a six-point favorite, total 41. What do you like here, John Mark? I'm going to go with the uh, under on this game. I think uh, Pittsburgh will smash the Cleveland Browns personally. I don't think the Cleveland Browns have much to uh, offer on that offensive side right now. Ben Tate or Terrence West or just ignore them both because they're going to split carries? Ignore them both, but if you got to start one, start that Ben Tate. Yep, I agree. And really the only offensive weapon that you would consider for Cleveland, in my opinion, Jordan Cameron is a must start. But he got his looks last year because of Josh Gordon. That's true. So I, you still start him, but his leash is short. You know what I'm saying? You might – if he. I don't know if you ever double cover a tight end, but if that's their only weapon, maybe Pittsburgh does that and he If you got Jordan Cameron, you better have a backup tight end on your bench. I'm with that, dude. I'm with that. I'm gonna roll with you here too. I'm going Pittsburgh minus the six, and I'm gonna lean under the forty one and a half. Next up, bud, we're flying through this. We go to Philadelphia where the Philadelphia Eagles and the Chip Kelly offense plays host to the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so we've talked, we've talked all about the schemes that Chip Kelly runs. Their defense is supposed to be a little bit better. Jacksonville coming off a tough year. Right now, man, this is a huge line. Philadelphia is a 10.5-point favorite. They have the over-under at 53 as well. John Mark, what are you thinking about this game? Uh, I think Philadelphia is going to make all that happen. I think they go uh, over the 53. Wow. Jaguars might put a couple points up, but uh, I think they definitely cover the 11. You like the 11. Let's say in Eagles land, Jeremy Macklin is their number one wide receiver. Riley Cooper is also there. Who's getting the fantasy points? Is it LaShawn McCoy at the backfield, or is it just all of them? I think you can't really put your eggs in any of their baskets right now. I got LaShawn McCoy as my number two pick in my fantasy draft, and I'm kind of like – Darren Sproles is going to get some touches. And then you've got uh, all these receivers. Mm-hmm. they got a great tight end. Yeah, Zach I Hurts. mean, you really can't uh, put your eggs in any of them baskets. So uh, you start all of them if you have them. I mean, uh, someone's going to go off there. I think uh, even Jordan Matthews being that third receiver mm-hmm. could be the one that gets it because the other two are guarded so heavily. So yeah. we'll see. All right, man, this might be a surprise to all that are listening, but I'm, I think Philadelphia wins the game, but that is a lot of points, 10.5. I'm going to lean Jacksonville plus the 10.5, and, and I'm going to go under the total. The only way Jacksonville keeps this game close, they got to control the ball and run it with Toby Gerhardt. They got Toby Gerhardt for one reason. That's to give him the ball three times. Exciting. You know it's exciting. It's straight up the gut, straight up the gut. Anyway, let's run some clock, Jacksonville. Let's keep the game under the total, 53. That might be my play of the week (laughs) (laughs) all right next up we're going to the new york (laughs) we even have to talk about this one the new york jets play host to the oakland raiders new york jets you know we discussed earlier geno cook led they're going to uh, really rely on their defense and their running game oakland they're relying on a rookie quarterback named Derek carr vegas set the number Jets at four and a half has already been bet all the way up to five and a half. Some places six total over under thirty nine and a half. 
I go the under on that bad boy, and uh, I'd say definitely the Jets are going to win by a touchdown. Any fantasy here at all? I mean, we, we have anybody going, like let's say, for instance, you've got Chris Johnson. Are you going to start him RB2 or flex? I'd start him in the flex. Start him in the flex. I'd see what he can do. I mean, he, he was good with Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, why shouldn't he be better here? Yeah. But uh, Nothing really for Oakland. Nothing for Oakland. I wouldn't start MJD if uh, yeah. my life depended on it. I've got him as my RB2. Okay, here's a question. My running back stable in one of my leagues is Ryan Matthews, MJD, D'Angelo Williams. <laughs> it's really bad. Terrence West and No Sean Marina. I'd start No Sean for No Sean sure. over MJD? Oh, yeah, all okay. day long. And I'd, I'd even put Marshawn – I mean, not Marshawn. D'Angelo as the three guy. Really? I mean – Well, my receivers are loaded, so I can use my receiver as my flex, but I just right. need two running backs. Yeah, I'd start for sure No Sean. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, let's go under the total here. I like this one a lot, too. 40 under, and let's go the Jets with a small lean, minus five and a half. I'm not too confident on that one, but I do like the under. All right, buddy, let's stay in the AFC South where we just talked about Pittsburgh and Cleveland a few minutes ago. Now let's talk about Cincinnati at Baltimore. This game, very, very interesting to me. One o'clock start, Baltimore playing at home. We already talked about Ray Rice gone, two games. Torrey Smith on the outside, Flacco got to have a better year going up against the Cincinnati defense who's lost their leader, but their offense looks fantastic. Baltimore right now, one-and-a-half point favorite, total 43. I say Baltimore winning this thing with the under. But uh, look out for my boy Steve Smith from Carolina Panthers on that uh-huh. team. I think he's going to get a lot of looks with people uh, heavily guarding Torrey Smith on that team. And then you got uh, Bernard Pierce is going to be the one of the two-week uh, tryouts for him, I'd say. So mm-hmm. Bernard Pierce goes off. Uh, look to keep him. But uh, Cincinnati side, I think Sanu's going to have a big game. Yeah, Sanu. A lot of people – didn't really even have them on their radar but during the, the draft. He's the number two receiver over mm-hmm. there. So look for him to have a, a, a nice game. Okay, very good. Uh, Ravens, right now, as I mentioned, one-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to lean to the Ravens to get it done at home. I think this is going to be a really good game. I'm also going to lean under the total 43 as well. I can maybe see like a 24-20 type of game. So that goes over the total. So let's go 2017 type of game. You know what's like scary that. to me is usually when me and you bet together, it doesn't end so well. So. What are you talking about? I've never, <laughs> I'm, I've never bet in my life, John Mark. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> IRS ain't listening. There you go. All right, next up, staying at a 1 o'clock game here, Chicago Bears, your Chicago Bears, John Mark, playing host to the Buffalo Bills. We talked about these guys earlier, Chicago Tons of offensive weapons. Buffalo just look, has a lot of weapons, but looking for a quarterback to get it done. Chicago, seven-point favorite at home. Total all over the place. Opened at 49. Now it's been bet down to 47. What are you thinking? I think uh, I'd take Buffalo, the, the, the seven on that. Really? But uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Chicago hasn't blown anybody out. But uh, I think that's going to be the – uh, game where we see if Chicago's real or not. You so. like, you know, we've got Brandon Marshall on one side, Alshon Jeffrey on the other. You know, if you, at the end of the year, who do you think will have the better fantasy numbers? Alshon, the young up-and-comer, or Brandon Marshall, the seasoned veteran? Well, I'm hoping Alshon because I got him on my team. But okay. uh, I think Brandon Marshall uh, will probably take that, Kate. And Jay Cutler, look to hit for him to have a good fantasy year? As long as he can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, about two-thirds through the season, he always gets injured. They mm-hmm. don't have that same backup they had. So, I don't know. It's hard to have him as a full-season quarterback. Yeah. On the other side, the Bills, I really need a lot of C.J. Spiller. I've invested in him heavily in two of my leagues, so I need him to come on. I'm worried. 
CJ Spiller just worries me. I you had know? him last year, and he did not perform. I'm almost would lean to rather have Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson's not as explosive, but he's just more solid. Let the old man come through. You know? he's, just, he's just more solid. So anyway, Sammy Watkins, I got a little bit of stock in him this year too. So if EJ Manuel can just play, just don't turn the ball over. I also like Buffalo to cover this seven and also lean. I'm leaning under the total in this game. I'd say I think under. it might go under. All right, mm-hmm. so we got Buffalo plus the seven. All right, dude, we are flying. Next up, Washington Redskins. We talked about them earlier playing on the road against the Houston Texans. This line was interesting to me. If you didn't look at the line, what would, who would you think would be favored in the game? Houston. You would think Houston? Be, I would think See, Houston. when I saw the lineup with everybody hyping RG3 and the Washington team, I was like, Washington will probably be favored on the road by one. No, 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 not so fast. Houston opened up as a one-point favorite. It's already been bet up all the way to three, so people are on that Houston bandwagon. Maybe it's an anti-RG3 play, something like that, but they are a three-point favorite at home. Now, look for Arian Foster. I mean, this is going to be the, the, the gauge where you say, is Arian going to come this year or is he not going to come this year? I think he's going to have a good year. A lot of people got him in the second, third round. Yeah. That's the sleeper people are waiting on. So, let's see if he does something big. Uh, I think Houston's defense is going to be strong mm-hmm. and might be the game where they go ahead and take RG3 out for the oh. season. So, go ahead and get it over with early, huh? <laughs> on the outside for Washington with Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Wee Garcon. Any early. preference there? They both seem – I mean, I think they'll both get their opportunities. Uh, who, who's got bigger fantasy numbers at the end of the year? I th- I'd say the wee wee. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun didn't get much looks, it seemed to me, during the preseason. So yeah. um, he was the Eagles' deep threat and had a huge year last year. But the year before that, he wasn't big before Foles was there. So I think that offense last year just worked for him. I don't see him having as big of a year this year. I'm with you there, man. Um, I really like Houston in this spot. Not going to call it my play of the day or the play of the week or the bailout little century, lock of the century. But I'm gonna my money will be on the Houston Texans minus the three. I'm also gonna lean on that under John Mark. I'm gonna lean on that. But you under. don't bet money. What money are you talking uh, about? Monop- monopoly money. Monopoly <laughs> money. But let's do let's take that Houston. Let's go under the total as well. We're still staying at one o'clock right now. Man, there's a lot of one o'clock games. This is gonna be so much fun. Tennessee travels to Kansas City. Kansas City a swoo, check this out. Kansas City opened as a six point favorite. Bet down all the way to three and a half. Over under 44, some places 43. Kansas City plays well at home. Can Tennessee get it done on the road, though? I don't see that happening, but uh, I think it's going to be close like they've kind of – Vegas has seen that come down. Uh, 44, I go under that. But um, look for Jamal Charles to still have that big day. You know, and even if Jamal Charles, because they say their offensive line is beat up a lot, you still – Gotta love Jamal Charles catching a ball out of the oh, back. They, he's, he's so, so talented. Good. They're going to figure out a way to get him the ball oh, yeah. in space. So and last year they did, and see what happened. Exactly. So if you own Charles mm. and you've been reading all this stuff about don't the offensive about line, don't even sweat it. Put him in your lineup. Feel very confident about doing so. I also lean. I'm going to go Tennessee plus the four. Kansas City wins the game, but I think Tennessee keeps it real close. And I'm definitely leaning under the total here. Good job there, John Mark. I like that call. Next up, dude, we're going AFC, and we're going New England on the road to Miami. I wonder what's going to be going down in Miami and South Beach the night before. Hey, <laughs> check me out. Hey, hey. You know, if you were in the NFL and your game was in Miami on a Sunday, and let's say y'all went down there on a Friday, and they were like, hey, 
Y'all get in your room. If I was the coach, I would not bring them down there till Saturday <laughs> evening. You wouldn't yeah, even be coming. We'd be practicing true. in your own place and saying, we're, we're going out of South Beach. They yeah. probably already got all their hose exactly. ordered for them to come to the room. And the Dolphins would probably be sending hoes to the Patriots hotel room <laughs> anyway, you know, like trying to get them in trouble. That's what I would do if I was the other team. Now, I mean, Belichick probably does that himself in Boston. Maybe. maybe. But they just nasty your hose. Yeah, I guess so. You know, and so let's get off the hose for a second. <laughs> Let's talk about. Let's talk a little football here. Uh, Miami at home, five point dog at home. Total forty seven. New England coming down south. Gronkowski, he is supposedly playing. Uh, Tannehill, quarterbacking for the Dolphins. Did the Dolphins hold tight to home field advantage, or the Patriots get it done? Patriots get it done. I don't think uh, the home field advantage is going to do much for them, but. Uh... Still be a fun game to watch, I think. I agree. It's so interesting to me, especially when the games, uh, the season starts for New England. You don't know if New England, Bill Belichick's going to say, all right, we're running the ball 50 times, or Brady, let's let you throw it oh, 50 yeah. times. Who knows? Sometimes they change it week to week. Oh, it's pre- they prepare for him. Miami's been preparing for this all for year. Time. Yeah. And now that they're going to come in there, and he's got, got some some whole new game plan they're going to have to go at, too, and they're going to be playing catch up. They're the hardest team for me, even though I don't bet, to talk about betting, of, you know, as a New England. I mean, they are in. Possible to predict. In this one, I'm going to lean New England too, minus the five. They get it done on the road, and I just, I guess, I'm going to say under the total. I don't see Miami with too many offensive weapons, I'd so I'm going to lean under, under as well. Yeah, boom. And we already talked about no Sean over Lamar as starters, right? No Sean will lean as RB one in Miami. I would say so for the remainder of the season, unless he gets injured. Until he gets hurt. Okay, next up. All right, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Where's that growl? Wow, very nice. Carolina travels to Tampa Bay. We've discussed it. Cam Newton probable to play, but, you know, he's come, trying to heal. What is it, like ribs or rib, something? Rib uh, fracture? Or yeah. Mm, hairline fracture is what they called it's it. It's got to hurt. We also already also spoke, up, or spoke about Tampa Bay being up and coming. Right now, check out the flip-flop on this line. Carolina opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now – Bing, bing, boom, boom. It flops the other way. <laughs> Tampa Bay is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Four-point swing in two weeks over under 39. Before you say anything, I did want to mention the only total under 40 points in any game all week, Tampa Bay, Carolina, under 39. You know, So it's right at that 40-point mark. John Mark, what do you think Carolina does in Tampa Bay? I think Carolina is going to lose this one, unfortunately. Uh, Tampa Bay's uh, – Got a new coach, new offense, and uh, they got some really good receivers. So mm-hmm. I think if the the points get near that thirty nine, it's going to be a lot of Tampa Bay's. Yeah, I like it too, buddy. And I also like um, not only Tampa Bay getting the win at home. I'm leaning under the total here. This is what I. If you had a bet, let's say Cam's performance week one, fantasy wise, you know he's been historically known to run and sure. Won't, will he be hesitant to run? You know, he might not want to take this lick. I think if you've got a backup like a Alex Smith or something like that, I might start him week one instead of uh, having Cam up in Wow, the, really? I mean, How he, about this? he had similar numbers to Cam last year except for the running. How about Andy Dalton, Cam Noon? Who do you start? Andy's got Baltimore. Still start probably Cam just because yep. of that. But uh, Alex Smith against Tennessee, I'd probably start Alex Smith over Cam Newton. Hmm. RG3, Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton. Start Cam. I have no faith in RG3. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, you guys heard it here. John Mark loves Cam. You might even, <laughs> hey, you might even start McCown over, yeah. over Cam Newton this Maybe week. So. Maybe so. 
Hmm, it's gonna be an interesting game. Dude. Look, this- look for uh, look for Greg Olson to have a big game in this, and I think if if they do score points, it'll be, it'll be on Greg Olson. All right, right on. Uh, this is a first game. This is a four twenty five kick, so this kicks us into the late afternoon games. Carolina, Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa Bay and leaning under. John Mark's right there with me. Next up, this is a great game. San Francisco travels to Big D. So San Francisco, a terrible preseason. Dallas just not doing too well coming off last year's performance. Can Dallas hold court here in uh, Big D, 425 kick? San Francisco, a five-point favorite, over-under, 50-and-a-half. I would have thought the uh, over-under would have been less. I'm going under on that, but uh, the spread seems to me like it should be more than four-and-a-half. You feel like San Francisco should be bigger? I feel like San Francisco is going to put it on. I mean, Dallas's uh, offense is – Premier, so yes. uh, you one know. of the top five offenses in the league. You know, I might take that back and go over. I like over the total here, and I like San Francisco to kind of get it done. To I said they win by a touchdown. Here's some standouts, uh, fantasy people here for you. Demarco Murray, San Francisco's D line is banged up. They've got one dude suspended. They got another for domestic abuse. Another dude suspended for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's just one after another. So I see Demarco Murray having a pretty good, uh, good game running, um, and I say that because I've got him in two leagues, and also Des Bryant on the outside. San Francisco, I'm looking for some Crabtree to get off. Dallas's secondary is the worst in the league. Let's see if Crabtree can get off. He's finally healthy. Sure, finally. Let's see. It. Let's see what happens there. So I'm going San Francisco minus the five and over the 51. All right, that wraps up the Sunday day events. Now, guess what happens? So we, we're, we're drunk now. It's at 8 o'clock. <laughs> We've watched all the games. The 8.30 game, you're thinking about – you've just finished watching 60 Minutes. You're thinking about maybe just going to get in the, in the bed, and you turn it on, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Game of the Andrew week. Andrew Luck versus Peyton Manny and Mile High. Come on. Indianapolis at the Denver Broncos. Indianapolis, a a seven-and-a-half-point dog that's, on the road. Total, 55. That's the highest point total of all the games, 55. What do you think, John Mark? I think I have Denver's D on my team right now, and I need to pick up somebody else this week. You see uh, a shootout here? I see, I see a shootout. I mean, Denver has pumped up their defense, so uh, Indianapolis' defense is still not that great. And it's at the Mile High Stadium. I say Denver covers and over. I'm liking the over a lot in this game, too. I like Indianapolis to cover the 7.5. That's just a half a point too much, I'm afraid. Monte Ball, let's talk about Denver running back situation. Monte Ball is probable to play. They've got other dudes in the backfield. Do you think because of the Wes Welker being gone, um, you know, with his suspension, do they rely more on Monte Ball or are they still a Peyton Manning-led show? He's going to sling it all over the place. I think the show goes on. I think they got so many weapons. Mm -hmm. they got – Peyton, who can throw to anybody, and anybody who practices with Peyton, Peyton, you drop one, you ain't going to get thrown to again, so you better catch the ball. Emmanuel Sanders, look out for a big game there. Yeah, I like Emmanuel Sanders in this matchup too. On the other side, Reggie Wayne is finally back for Andrew Luck. He is coming off his ACL, but Andrew Luck kind of looked to him as like a a mentor, a go-to, a dependable guy. I hope Reggie Wayne can fill that role again. T.Y. Hilton on the other side. I see a lot of points in this ball game as well. Does Reggie Wayne still have it, though? We'll have to find out. He's older. He is he's getting older. older. I think he's still younger than you, though. Yeah, just barely. Just barely. <laughs> Thanks, John Mark. All right, so the Sunday night game is over. You go to work on Monday. You drudge through the day, drink your coffee. Oh, I want to get in the bed early. It's a rough weekend. But wait a minute. It's 7 o'clock, and guess what? Detroit Lions are hosting the New York Giants Monday night football 
And no, John Mark, it's not one game. We have another game at 1030 right behind it. San Diego, Arizona. So let's talk about these two real quick. They're not going to give us a break, are they? They're just bad for my liver. This NFL (laughs) schedule is bad for my liver. So Detroit at home, three and a half. It opened up. Now they're a five and a half point favorite because everybody just talking junk about the Giants. The total 47. Who do you like in that matchup? Ah, Detroit all day. Uh, I think the Giants, like we talked about earlier, will be awful this season. Yes. Uh, go under the points, but it will be mostly Detroit. Say Detroit covers the five and a half. With the trouble that the Giants are having moving the ball on offense, Victor Cruz typically would go in round four, possibly five in most of our drafts. Are you? Do you give up on Victor Cruz, or do you put? Do you start him? Do if you start if him? If he's your your number two guy, I feel sorry for your team. Yeah. What if you had him as he's your flex guy? I'd say a flex would be okay, yeah. but not your two receiver. There's yeah. too many other receivers out there that are going to have big games yeah. this week. Right on. Okay, I'm with you, dude. I'm leaning Detroit, and I'm going under the total, too. Even though Detroit can score a lot of points, I don't think they have to against this offense. Mm-hmm. The Giants, I can see maybe 27 to 10, 27 17, and that stays under the total. Last but not least, so you want to go to bed, but uh-uh, 10-20, here we go. <laughs> Just crack open that Red Bull and vodka. Let's get through this last game. San Diego, Arizona, Arizona at home. Three-point favorite total, 45. Only reason I'm going to be up for this game is if I'm that close on the fantasy points to sure. watch my boy Phillip Rivers throw. There you go. So uh, I think um, Arizona's favorite in this. Yes, at I, home. I, I, I'd take that bet all day that San Diego's going to be winning this game. you like San Diego to uh, win outright. I think they're going to win outright in this. I think it's going to go over the total. Cool. I'm leaning San Diego Plus the three. This is going to be a great game. I think it's right at the number, but I'm going to go opposite on the total. I'm going under the total. As we talked about earlier, San Diego's defense a whole lot better than last year. Arizona, I, their offense is prolific, but I think they try to get run, get the run game going with that Andre Ellington. I think they try to keep it close to the vest. This is going to be a great game Monday night, 10-20. Can't wait. John Mark, job well done. That, that game right up. there is just bad for a marriage right yeah. there. <laughs> it really is. That wraps up the Fantasy 45, and it also will wrap up the Fantasy Formula Episode 6. Hey, dude, you did a great job this week. Thanks so much for filling in for Addison. Appreciate it. Hopefully we can get you in here more, and Addison go on vacation more often as well. <laughs> um, before I leave you guys, I want to remind you, if you are in Hickory or in the surrounding areas, this weekend we have this wonderful event called the Auto Lawn going on. It is a car show, and and people that bring their cars from all over the southeast we're going to have a beer garden we've got tons of food uh yours truly will be on the mic introducing cars and giving out prizes it's going to be a wonderful event for the families for kids for everybody um also following that event a group from Asheville called red june they're bluegrass people they are wonderful they are playing down here as well after the event so it's going to be a great great weekend in hickory north carolina lenore ryan university bears have a home game seven o'clock that night too i mean nfl football on sunday Lots to look forward Give to. Give this man's liver a break, somebody. Yeah, please. I'm dying over here. <laughs> so until next week, uh, Fantasy Fanatics, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Go get your first wins. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. 
Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.